0: Echo. 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 Boys.
1: Boys. 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 Welcome back to the podcast formerly known as the Josh Show. Your only source for news about the little baby robins in my backyard. They have fledged. They've lost the nest. And so it now is, of course, the all new, all different josh and loki show featuring pete where we break down every episode of my my new most exciting (laughs) it's pete over here hey josh what's this who's this um pete
0: featuring pete
1: oh right yeah well featuring yeah i mean you get like a verse in the middle somewhere or something maybe your background vocals in the chorus you know like uh, like that new health song with Chino Moreno. He's like, you know, he's there, but
0: I'm like, is he there? Um well, Josh. Right, right now my confidence is Speak um, up. My confidence is at an all time Oh, it's too it's too loud? Is that what you're saying? Speak up All right, is it too loud or is it too quiet? You need to let me know. I said speak up. What do you think that means? All right, fine. I'll speak up. Jeez, oh man. Uh, come on, dude. Pulling oh, teeth. All right. Um, Echo boys. <laughs> and Echo boys. E- 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 Echo boys. Um, Josh, how are you? Bye.
1: Boys, 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 boys. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. Um, bored enough to read an interview with Kevin Scott about this new High Republic book, so I guess pretty. And neat. yet,
0: and yet, not excited enough to talk about Star Wars Visions.
1: That, P, that is old news. You're talking to me about old news. Yeah, I that forever ago. That came out forever we, ago. You're talking about yeah, old news. Yeah,
0: but we didn't talk about it.
1: I'm talking about old news,
0: and I got I got them old 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 goosebumps. This news you're talking about
1: may as well be called olds.
0: And yet the feeling on my on my on my arm, the tinglingness. Right. Maybe right. it's a different medical issue. All right. <laughs> um. Is it? Maybe-
1: I I. Um. Hold on. Let me look back and see if I texted you what I thought about texting you. Oh yeah, I did. Okay, good. Um, good, good, good. Just checking. Yeah, I I mean, it certainly looks, it looks cool. Um, I guess I, it, to, to me, this clip that you're referring to, which is about a, an upcoming Disney Plus uh, anime anthology series, kind of Star Wars anime stuff, uh, it, it, to me very much felt like a more of a making of type thing. So I, I guess I didn't get goosebumps because it was. Clips of people talking about making stuff, but did they show clips at all, or was it just it was they just showed, like art and people talking? Right? They showed <clears throat> fan. They showed
0: art. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, and the art did look Great. Yeah. Yeah. The art looked very, very <laughs> good. And what is Josh? What's your background with anime? Is there an anime show that you've watched before?
1: Dragon Ball Z, and that's it.
0: Okay. Um, so, I've watched
1: pedestrian at best.
0: I would say my background Dragon Ball Z for sure and then the anime that was like on Cartoon Network um what was it? I forget what the the night version of it was um yeah
1: there was like Gundam outlaw Star Cowboy Bebop was on uh, there Cowboy maybe? Bebop yep
0: for sure and um Ghost in a Shell um
1: is definitely one
0: I've um, seen the movie
1: I don't not though I've seen the, the original anime movie I don't did they make a show of it as well?
0: It was a show, Actually, yeah. It was a show. It was a show, and then a movie, or gotcha. maybe, maybe flip it. And then there was the you know whitewashing ScarJo stuff, right? Um, but you know we're not a, we're not a Marvel podcast or ScarJo. We're not <laughs> we're not a Scarlett Johansson podcast, so yeah, to get into that, ScarJo, um,
1: ScarJo boys, but it's the scheme.
0: So, um, the rhyming scheme. So a couple of things, I'm and now. I'm sure that some Star Wars, Wars podcasts Wars. Like went into a ton of, a ton of detail, um, but Star Wars Visions is going to come out in September, and it looks like, I don't know if oh, it's released.
1: Oh, I think that was that soon. Oh, yeah, it's going to. So no it's, wonder you, you got goosebumps. You got goosebumps <laughs> because you were thinking of all the filler crap we'd have to come up with until of Bo- <laughs> Boba Fett, and then all of a sudden Star Wars Visions dropped <laughs> right in your lap. I can see now you probably <laughs> teared up a little bit even. You're like, oh thank God.
0: Yeah, again, and I don't know if I have to go to the hospital and get checked, but like these these arms, they haven't stopped tingling since then. Wow. Um But so it's on the Star Wars website. It hasn't gotten a lot of traction. Like it only has like a million, maybe two million views, which is oh, pretty yeah, low nothing. for for an account as big as Star Wars.
1: Um Yeah, I mean shoot, at this point, talking about it on our show should only drive those numbers up. Yeah, for sure. And if even one half of our listeners actually watch that video. And then they talk to somebody that they growth.
0: know and they happen to work for a news service that can puts mm-hmm. out a little a blurb, then yeah. that's how they reach it. All right. So listener, and I say listener, um, it's not about the quantity of the listener. It's about their connection. So I hope you out there um, you got a, a vast social network where people are just waiting um, for at, they're waiting at the bit t- for you to provide them new content, and you tell them, listener, all right, Pete told you to watch the 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 little blurb on Star Wars um, YouTube channel for Star Wars Visions. For Star Wars Visions, yes, you tell him.
1: You're gonna put a poll up on our. Um social media uh, did you get chills or not
0: um well I actually have another bit of news that I was planning to do so we'll get into that little bit of life information oh. um and then we'll throw that pull up for that um I, I mean we've 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 got a lot of we've got a lot of time <laughs> oh boy um but here's here's something so the whole concept is with Star Wars Visions is they hired multiple anime studios and I don't know how the length of the episodes, one of them said it's a film, like one of them is making oh. a film. Um, but it's it, like a
1: film, or they just more mean the medium film, like it's a film, but like, not I mean, we
0: we, we watched the same video, so it's it didn't go into any great detail, but mm-hmm. um, each studio is doing it, and I'm not familiar with anime studio, so I looked up a couple of them. So I looked up like Studio Trigger, I looked up um science saru and i looked up um production ig and they're big studios like this one production ig um they did ghost in a shell was their was their big one Mm. so you know that's you know big enough to have a live action movie big enough to you know we've seen we've seen that one at least and then science saru um is one that has a connection with Netflix, but they did like an Adventure Time episode. Um, apparently there was a anime Adventure Time episode. I probably have seen it. So um, very, very cool. I'm really curious in like the, in, we, we talk about with comics of, you know, is this actually canon or not? Mm-hmm. And is, I mean, anime is such a, you know, it's, it's a hugely popular thing. And, you know, it's um, as somebody that teaches, um, you know, uh, the next generation of media consumers, it's something that people are obsessed with. But is it going to be something that if a movie comes around, are they going to be willing to just gloss over it and do that? Because a lot of it um, is, I would assume, is set in the same universe. So you look at those designs and it's like, Nothing that you've really seen before with Star Wars visions, um, which is which is really, really cool to me.
1: Yeah, it's a big galaxy. I mean, I, I, you know, I feel like they definitely. I'm sure they set some sort of parameters. I imagine it wouldn't be that hard to be like. To to give them a wide enough. Birth to tell stories that are like, all right, you need to tell stories that could plausibly happen within this time period, but can't like hit, you know, any major events or I don't know, but yeah, a lot
0: of so. If you watch the trailer too, it's a lot of Jedi versus Sith Mm -hmm. and the High Republic. We're not going to get into spoilers or any details, but that's not a thing. Sith and Jedi so far, um, we know the Sith characters, and so. Is that going to be a push into a new area? There's there's a really cool story that comes to mind that is two a Jedi a, a master and apprentice are on a planet and um, meet a, like an unexpected Sith Lord. And yeah, it looked real the, creepy. Yeah, for sure. So it's like, is that um, it? Definitely looks like a Sith person, right? That is. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at your, um, in Josh and your marked history with Palpatine and how much you hate him. You have your uh-huh. Snoke, um, you know, Darth Vader. So it go- falls perfectly in line with, you know, what we've kind of <coughs> seen with the Sith, mm-hmm. but it's a character that we haven't seen before. Um, so that's that's super, super exciting to me.
1: Yeah. I'm looking, I mean, it, it really keeps leaning into short films. It's so a short film, series of short, short film. films. But so, I mean, does that mean episode length, 22 minutes? Or does that mean like five minutes, like Pixar short? I don't know. Because it also looks like, based on the Wikipedia article for it, which is very small and I think is only going off of a handful of, of pieces of information, they have all nine episodes coming out on the same day.
0: Really? Okay.
1: Yeah. So I'm wondering then, does that is that like nine, you know, five to ten minute, you know, more like the Genndy Tarkovsky Clone Wars stuff.
0: And here's the best thing is StarWars.com seems to think that releasing them all at the same time means we're just going to do one big episode. But no, that's nine individual episodes of content.
1: Uh, Um, Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's listen, listeners that I mean, you like Bad Batch. Mm. All right. Nine um two months two months of anime. All right. That little Venn diagram of like the people that enjoy me burning bridges and Bad mm-hmm, Batch mm-hmm. and all of and birds and, and Josh's birds and mm-hmm, anime. I mm-hmm. mean Oh wow. Oh, it's gonna are, be a King's
1: Ransom for you guys, yeah.
0: You are gonna be in heaven.
1: Yeah. Two months of anime. What two was, months. What was my little I had a catchphrase for a minute there. Who's that, Who's the, the, the fella? Queel. Oh, Ian oh. Queel? Remember I said, and Quiel Quiel on... Yeah, that was my catchphrase. I was trying to go in. I definitely think that um, your catchphrase, which we'll have to put on a shirt, should definitely be StarWars.com seems to think. is <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Very much in the pocket for <laughs> Bo-Boy's Attitude. <laughs> of what we think of star wars insiders and their opinions um i mean well our first Wars.com were... seems to be of the opinion that the bad batch is only gonna be 16 episodes this year
0: star wars.com has this uh uh, uh opinion that it's gonna be all on the same day well i'll let them have this win because oh. I'm the bigger, I'm the bigger person, physically be- and in terms of you know just letting things go.
1: To be fair, this was Wikipedia. I don't know what sorrows.com has to say. I didn't oh. read their thing.
0: I'm actually, I don't know about you. All right, I like Wikipedia, <clears throat> so I'm gonna just uh, assume that they have the correct information.
1: Bold move. Bold move. Well,
0: talk, talk to me about, because you're so bored, um, because, you know, it was supposed to be a hot, hot summer and yet nobody seems to want to work out without, um, you know, there being all these protocols in place. They're like, don't lift the entire machine. And I'm like, then I'm not really working out. (laughs) They're all like, oh, let me wipe the entire machine. I'm like, it's going to take forever. I'll just let me lift it. Um, mm
1: -hmm. you read that Kevin Scott, um, um... Well, reads a strong word. I was trying to come up with anything to say <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast, and I saw that a website I frequent had an interview with Kevin Scott, and the kind of headline they led with was uh, kind of implied that, like, Kevin Scott in the in the story group behind the High Republic, you know, just in Ireland, and Claudia uh, uh, Clare, Charles Soule, Deanna Jose Older, that they like ha- like know the end, or like they know. Like they have it planned out, like where it's headed. Um, I mean, at the end, it implied that they know how it ends or how their overarching big Johnny story ends. So I was specifically kind of looking for that quote because that was it's interesting, interesting to me. And I think, I mean, you know, I, I you, you talk to any Star Wars fan, they're going to have a different opinion of the recent movies and the sequel trilogy and stuff. But I, I do feel like love or hate them. That I have heard a lot of people who you know, regardless of their opinions of the movies um, kind of are like, oh yeah, it does seem like they didn't have a plan. And that does, it kind of seemed to be more and more apparent that there wasn't a trajectory, maybe. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Because
0: I was like, (laughs) listen, oh, Knights of Red are cool and everything, but do we really want to learn (laughs) about them? No. Uh, It's like, oh, Snoke, like, oh, oh, um, Snoke seems cool, but like, no. No, no, Josh. They had a plan, and... No, I mean, yeah, you're 100% correct. It's the, you know, whole age-old debate of groupthink versus, you know, letting each individual um, director kind of continue the story. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like it, love it. And it's really interesting to see. It makes a ton of sense that the story group for High Republic is doing that. Because they've been talking about being this huge group and each of them taking different um, parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they definitely have to because they're their, their phases. So they're currently in the second phase, like the first phase we talked about for mm-hmm. a great deal with the great disaster with the High Republic series. This is the next phase. And it's um, like there's already two books about it um i've already read the rising storm one and i'm sure we'll mm-hmm. talk about it for an episode once y- you get I'm a hold definitely of that gonna
1: read the rising storm and try and read it before bad batch is over so we can pivot into that though it, depending on when it comes out the next thing after bad batch might be this follow-up disney gallery thing about the finale of season two of the mandalorian so who knows but i do oh my I gosh, gosh. we
0: have so much storm. content yeah, for sure. When when And I still haven't released my life update, which is you're just going to love.
1: Um, I'm just assuming it's that you're quitting the podcast. Um, actually, Every week, I assume that that's one of us is going to say that. I'm wonderingly shocked it hasn't happened yet.
0: Well, we have to get to episode 200.
1: Um, that's, oh, my God. 200 is going to be so good. So stupid. I can't wait. Oh, man. We're going to have, as as, we're gonna have zero listeners on that by that episode. Or after that episode. I, one, of,
0: one, of my, one, of my, one of my big, big uh, moments of pride in this podcast is um, that I was able to convince multiple people to listen to episode 100 because I said, oh, th- there's a part of it that we reference you. And we did not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I, I, I
0: pushed Boy. up episode 100 so much. And that was a two-hour episode.
1: Yeah. So you can only two- imagine what we have planned for episode two hundred. <laughs>
0: There's a couple people that were very mad listening to us talk about a hundred things Star Wars. Um As for two
1: hours. Yeah, that was crazy. Yep. Yep. Um I remember recording it. Good times.
0: So yeah, um that's that's interesting what you say about Kevin Scott. <clears throat> and I I I you're gonna enjoy Rising Storm. I'll, I'll say that I, Rising Storm was a really it was a quick read. It was um, you know there wasn't a ton of introductions of new characters. It's just mm-hmm. highlighting characters that were shown in passing. Well, that's good because in...
1: I remember all the characters from the first book. So,
0: um, yeah, I I mean I threw I threw a question on the poll. Are you team Avar, team Elzar, team Stellan, or plants? And you got a lot of responses. Um, Plants is, is currently uh, winning.
1: Um, is that the poll you think I voted in? Yes. Okay, yeah I, yeah. I haven't been on our social media in a very long time, and I don't think you can vote in your own polls. So.
0: Well, that makes more sense for why. I was like, oh, he definitely voted for Plants. I mean, I definitely um, would
1: have. I definitely would have.
0: Yeah, so, we've, <clears throat> you know, uh, we've, we I threw that poll. I'm going to throw a poll in that's a little bit more uh, po-boy specific this week. Mm-hmm. Um, in that poll, it, Josh, unless you have anything else. Um, oh, boy. So this is a hypothetical to you, okay? Um, so as you know, um, and it's been well-documented to listeners, you don't even have to go that far back, um, that the po specifically me, uh, to much, much lesser extent, Josh, um, <laughs> I have issues with my father. And oh my this... Previous, sure, yeah. th- this previous week okay and this um, brings brings an interesting point um, to your comment Josh Which I was sent comment? you'll know okay. I was I was I was, oh, I, was uh, weird. I was woken up to a text all right and it is um, the text was a link to an article that said five things to do in my, the city that I live in to make right. friends mm-hmm. and then there was no explanation past that. So um uh, my dad just sent me this article and was like hmm my loser son uh i think this i think this will really help him out five ways to make friends in the city that you live in and um i've just been thinking like you know Josh you're one of my few friends right now and yeah. um you know if we don't have the pod what am i <laughs> oh what God. am i going to do like go outside
1: and meet people <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm pretty sure if we didn't have this podcast I don't know if I'd ever hear from you again. Um no,
0: I'm a, I'm a very social butterfly for sure. <laughs> um and I'm just traveling all over the place. So, um that was that was the event. Um I Yes, yeah, so that was that was fun. Thanks dad for that. Um big big fan. Um not a really great way to transition into our episode but speaking of episodes that i have little to no interest in but they found a way to make it interesting for me oh wow. um, <laughs> we are we're on ryloth and we're on ryloth for boy, oh boy
1: i i think in the past there have been moments across all the different stuff that we've covered where you know something will happen on screen and you know one of us just can't help but think of the other Mm -hmm. um you know i think you mentioned when cad bane shows up you're like oh yeah josh is probably you know losing it at this and when it first just from go we're already on ryloth just from go right i'm already kind of like haha and then we just stay there and bad batch is nowhere and it's just twilight after twilight all these French accents all over the place, and we're on Ryloth, and Henri is here. Oh my god. I was cackling this entire episode. The longer we were on Ryloth, the harder I was laughing, imagining you watching it.
0: Well, I was just thinking, too, of um, a, a comment that you've made on numerous episodes, Josh, of, like, Star Wars doesn't do flashbacks. Um, some, you know, largely... usually they usually don't do flashbacks and i was hoping to god that they would just do flashbacks so that i wouldn't have to see all of this um they they so we're we're on ryloth and whatever deal i made with the devil is punishment for us to having to watch this episode um, yeah
1: and of course we have been reviewing these episodes based on whether or not they are true based on the title. Lazarus common ground there was common ground. A plus for that. I'm looking at this deal with the devil. No devil, no horns, no satan. I'm looking at the first thing that batches Lucifer. the devil though. I'm looking for a Biel's No, the empire is the empire is. right. That's, yep. I'm yep, not yep. seeing that. But that said there is perhaps this kind of meta aspect to the title wherein the deals devil is referring to Pete and this podcast <laughs> and in making that deal for internet stardom that has come with our hip podcast. He does have to talk about Ryloth a bunch. So I think there's a meta level to the title that said C plus C plus for that because there's no, I really was thinking maybe Satan will be in this episode and they'll finally, and this is my new catchphrase hashtag. Make Devil Cannon or something. Bring the Devil to Star Wars. Star Wars needs to have the Devil, please.
0: The Devils in Georgia. Bring them to a galaxy far, far away. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, all that said, I'm not fond of Ryloth either. And I think last week we were talking about you know I'm not I'm not that fond of Champs and Dula. You know this is not you know anything that I would that would be on my wish list, right? That's it I thought it was a fantastic episode
0: no you're a, you're a big or- Orn free f- fan like you you're like, like you
1: love Overtar, uh, gluttony love yeah.
0: in the Senate it's yeah. metaphors look at him and his planet they're impoverished and he's so so not impoverished
1: yeah well I just appreciate <laughs> subtle writing and characterization
0: um I didn't realize that that was Phil Amar.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm curious if it has always been Phil Lamar or not. Phil Lamar, I think most notably is the voice of Kip Fisto. As far as, as as far as in Star Wars goes. I mean he's voiced I think a lot of characters. He's a he's a really prominent voice actor. But mm-hmm. um yeah, I didn't I didn't know that, that was that was him either until the Oh the he was
0: um, Senator he was Bale Organa in Rebels. There
1: we go. There we go. I knew there was some other character in note. Um, interesting interesting but uh i love seeing hara and i Hara was great well Hera... i'll say i look if there's one thing i hate look i don't give a crap what the characters i love's parents who they are i don't care who your dad is i don't care who your dad is and i don't care what you were like as a kid yeah i don't care what if, your dad is if either. i could get a tattoo on each bicep on on one he would say I don't care who your dad is. I don't care who your mom is. I only want to say I don't care who you are, are like as a kid. So mamas Hera, and the
0: papas—that's my least favorite band for that yeah, reason,
1: for sure. Uh, so the prospect of like, oh, Hera's a kid, you know, uh, you know, oh, Hera's mom, you know, on paper, I'm like, no, thank you. But in execution, I thought it worked really well. I really enjoyed even just the moments of Hera looking up the sky and dreaming of flying and stuff like that. I mean, Hera's. If I had, if I were ranking Star Wars characters, like my all time favorite Star Wars characters, Hera would be way up there. Um, I also thought Vanessa Marshall did a great job. She is, she is returning for this, which I did have to double check because she does do. I mean, not to, not to knock anything, you know, but I think we all kind of had a collective bit of a chuckle at Frey Prince Jr. reprising role of Kanan. Uh, or Caleb Doom in the first episode. And it was, you know, I, I, I did a great job, but it was like definitely Grey Prince Jr. And it was sort of like, oh, wow. Like Caleb Doom hit, hit puberty, like very early, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. And this was very much, you know, we already established that Hera's native accent was sort of that French and she slipped back into it a few times in Rebels. But here you have her speaking in that accent and you have her, you know, she's much younger. Um, but it, she, she nailed it to the to the point where I was not entirely sure it was her, but it is. And it, yeah, I just, one of the all-time great Star Wars performances, for you sure.
0: Be, you could be forgiven to think that it was like a child actor. It was, I mean, it was good. Yep. It was definitely, it was definitely good. Um, I, I, you know, for all my Ryloth hates, um, Hera's, I mean, we, we've never done like a top 10, but, She's definitely up there. You know, she was like mm-hmm. one of the highlights of Rebels um, for sure. And, um, you know, we've we've talked about her appearance in some of the Star Wars um, books since Disney bought Star Wars. And um, it was nice. I, I actually had a different opinion me- seeing the parents. Because, you know, you, uh, and we're going to talk about, um, listeners... Spoilers for Rebels and also spoilers for the next episode because we know things. Um, unless Champs and like. Dula get like gets divorced and then it's an episode yeah. about divorce court at Ryloth, yeah. but uh, we, we yeah, meet
1: Champs and Dula first before you know who Hera you know, Champs and is in season one of Clone Wars, so mm-hmm. this isn't so much like Champs and Dula is not like a oh, show me a care established characters' parents, what are they like, you know, because we met Champs and Dula first, but yeah, we've never. We've never met Hare's mother before. So mm-hmm. this is an introduction of that character whose name I forget. Eleni. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Okay. Close. <laughs> Very close.
0: I mean, you you got Gobi Glee. So, like, I mean, I I also have the list right here of people. So mm. um I'm, <clears throat> I'm 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 cheating. Um, but you know, that she is, oh, sorry, here, um, Josh, why don't you go, my, my dog's barking a little bit, I'm going to mute for a second. Sounds um, good,
1: that'll leave the listener to listen to my, uh, the rain hitting my windows real loudly. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought, Vanessa Marshall did a, a great job showing up, you of course, with the return of Hera, comes the return of Chopper, also a, a, a Rebels regular, and, Roiced I by Big it, Dave, Yeah, well, actually, if you look at the voice credits, he is, of course, voiced by himself. As himself.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Chopper. Yes, yes, of course. Um, I I appreciate it because it, it shows that Big Dave is still humble. And that's what we love about Dave, is he's always had both feet on the ground. Even now, this week, as it has been announced that Trapper Wolf will have his own Black Series action figure. Whoa. Which I will probably have to buy. Um, he's still he's still he's around a for 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 chopper, which shows. I mean, really, is there any higher mark of just truly sterling character? I can't think of anything.
0: See, I my uh, um mind Im- immediately went to the money aspect of it, of like, oh, now Josh is gonna have to wait in line to get it in uh wait in line to get that signed and he'll be like dave hey you know it's been a while since our party but like i'm a big big fan i want to financially support you so here you go can you sign this for me because we also go through the normal steps as fans as well we don't want you know to find waiting in our line, celebrity out there
1: and I, I find waiting in line you know you work out you work out your muscles and we work out our muscles real good and real strong and real big. And you work out your mind, but you know, all kinds big of muscles. things are muscle. And patience is a muscle. And so to me, you know, these lines, you're talking about like, oh, please, Josh, by all means, go go right to the front, go talk to Dave. You know, I'm like, well, why would I deprive myself and my patience? Which I desperately need in this business of podcasting about Star Wars. Why would I deprive my patients of that workout? And so, yeah, I mean, I'm no way in line. It's fine. It's good. It's good. That's why all I'm right. so calm and collected is because. All right. Dog is
0: do, dog is calm now. Um, Yeleni, we haven't seen her. No. All right? So when we know something's going to happen, it adds a little bit of anxiety. It's like, oh, no. Why it's- do we have to see this? And then on top of it. All right. We know Hera's voice she speaks, she doesn't have the tweelic accent, which is the French accent. Mm-hmm. So at some point, she's also going to be shamed by the other rebels and be like, speak normal. So <laughs> then that's also coming too. So those yeah, are two... Just
1: like happened to Wanda. <laughs> just like happened to Scarlet Witch. All the other yeah. Avengers. Speak normal.
0: It's like, oh, oh Sokovian? No, speak normal. Like us, we speak normal. Yeah. And at some point, we're going to see that in the next in the next episode uh for her to go from her accent and then you know a typical american uh, a, t- a typical american accent um so we're, those are just two things i don't want to see cuz sure. it just it sucks it's like oh okay cool that's going to be taken away sure. okay cool um she's going to be talked down to to the point where she gets rid of her accent so she can <laughs> fly it's like what what oh and also you don't get to land the ship you don't get the, fl- you know, she literally did steering, like, in space where nothing can happen. And she was excited about that. Like, no, it's all about takeoff and landing, Hera. And wasn't uh, Gobi Gilly, I mean, our Uncle Gobi? Like, <laughs> what is your issue? You think that Yo, that was a good idea? Malfunction, man. What's your malfunction? Like, you think that was a good idea to take your, you know, niece, I, th- I guess, in a very cool spaceship on a joyride to get weapons in a war that you're hoping to fight? Like,
1: yeah, what, what is this? The Masons of Newark. What what? What's up with that? What no, is I'm I'm, that? I'm asking you, what's up with that? Well, Uncle's, you know, famously rapscallions. scallions. Um so there's a lot there's definitely some stuff I want to speak to in this episode. Uh, I guess starting from the top, it this episode starts like seemingly kind of identical to last week's episode. Big giant crowd, big fancy plaza, political dorks making an announcement. Um, but whereas last week's ended with the guy being like, no, I'm not going to do this. You know, this one kind of tragically ends in first off Tar, who's a spineless coward, um, being like, oh, please. Oh, yeah, the Empire's great. And the audience is like, you suck. Give us Cham people's champion and now again champs and doula fine but like i don't you know he's never been he looks too much like Bid fortuna
0: you know if i could if i could throw one criticism in the ryloth narrative of among many but i'm throwing my my first rock out of the glass shattered house Mm -hmm. it's also you know we have um this senator this gluttonous senator but we never get any backstory on who are his backers. Like, sure the, you know, he backs the empire and ends up not working out for him, but we never get into the internal politics of like there are people out there who are rich Rylothians or Twi'leks um that back this dude. Because you never yeah, see that's any-
1: what I that's what I want to know about.
0: How did he get to power? Like, is it his dad? Um, because my dad wouldn't let me get to power. My dad thinks I need to make more friends, but Maybe, uh, you know, Orn Frita, He he has it. Maybe it's all family money. These are the storylines that we're never going to explain. Well, I and think there's an
1: episode of Star Wars Visions about it. Um. So, but, Cham... Stop raining in my parade. Cham, not, a, Cham, not a, a favorite of mine. I just, I don't know, he just never resonated that much with me. But, in this opening scene and throughout this whole episode, I uh, found the character more compelling than I ever have. And I... I mean, Bad Batch really continues to go really deep into this transition of power in really compelling ways that, you know, an animated show for, for younger people really probably doesn't need to. I mean, it could get away with a, a much more surface level, but this whole idea of him strung like once in peace and this idea of, you know, he's a freedom fighter. He's a warrior. He's probably in his time been called a terrorist by, you know, probably by Alfre Tar
0: yeah I mean, for sure maybe,
1: maybe literally in the clone wars episode where he debuts i can't quite remember um but you see him in this episode like really wanting peace and being like this is what peace looks like and and trying to decide whether his because I, I think even from going his gut he's like this feels fishy but part of him being like no don't like that's maybe bloodlust on my part maybe i'm just like that's the fighter in me and i need that part of my life is over and i have to stop in and, and fighting against his instincts and trying to tell whether or not his gut is in the right place and i don't know it's just really i mean you have to i don't know like what was it like when you've been at war your whole life and then you're presented with peace and it smells funny you know and that, yeah i found that i found that super compelling it's also, they're telling different stories about how
0: people get into the Rebellion. And it's telling, like, Champs and Dool is not a person, I don't think at any point in Rebels does he help them out. Maybe maybe um, Lank does, who is in this episode. Um, but it's it, he's pretty much a, like, xenophobe, Ryloth first, Ryloth first, Ryloth first. Ryloth first. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, it's, it's very compelling of what brings people in for what reasons. And Mm -hmm. I, I agree with you. I was super compelled with the, like, he really doesn't want to do any of this, but like they have, they took his daughter who Mm -hmm. was with her irresponsible uncle who brought a girl, a little girl, sorry, the girl part doesn't matter, who brought a younger person Uh, who can't even fly a ship to go get weapons. Yeah. Um, Let's talk. So I got there's two things that are kind of on the mind. Um, I'm sure this will be the smallest part of the episode. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the Bad Batch is in it for like 45 seconds.
1: And I've never I don't. I'm trying to think of like a time that I was more excited by two Star Wars characters meeting. But I just got such a kick out of Hera and Omega hanging out. I, just, I really. This is great. This is. I'm just happy. I'm just happy listening to these two characters talk together. This is so good. <laughs> I mean, it's not like like nothing is happening. It's just like, oh, this is ship. This is my bunk. And I'm like, this is great. This is and she's fantastic. like, she's like,
0: oh, you get to sleep on a starship, and it's like, wow. She's the one person that thinks that's cool.
1: Give like, me most... my Hera and Omega. Go out to lunch. And and catch up fan.
0: No 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 no. It's it's not even (laughs) fan fiction. It's um, um, Star Wars Force of Destiny, where they highlight different female characters. I mean that's yeah. It's it's can easily built like oh they're hanging out (laughs) and they got to do some stuff and then you know other stuff. I'm I'm I you know I'm I'm not gonna do your job for you Star Wars by providing proper nouns and adjectives. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I mean it. It's it's clearly an introduction so that they're just in the system when they come and, you know, rescue or batch it up. Uh, yeah. Episode.
1: Yeah, that was, that was a very nice moment. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, and then
0: the second thing is, um I have been clowned, and um, it's a pleasant surprise. I'm, I'm happy that I, that I was wrong about this. Um, Vice Admiral Rampart is an actual character. Like, the guy... Who is seen as like I saw him as like this is the imperial that's gonna watch get clowned by the Bad Patch episode after episode after episode. Mm-hmm. You know he um, manipulated Cham. He was able to get um, Orinfrita, you know, assassinated, and so he's
1: he's fleshed out a little more to you now.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's he's not a bumbling buffoon. Um, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Good point. Good point.
0: Because there were the bumbling buffoon imperial officers of the week, um, and there's mm-hmm. that one whose name I forget that Ezra in Star Wars Rebels literally just like, uh, clowns like five seven episodes, mm-hmm. and that's initially what I was expecting. Is you know the Bad Batch is so much um, better trained. You know they know what's going on. They can take on Rags, so obviously they can they can take on Stormtroopers, but they are making um, Rampart a much more believable character as a threat to the bad
1: batch interesting yeah yeah that's fair and i mean obviously like you know as capable as bad batch are there's 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 a disparity in resources for sure mm-hmm. um, crazy that Crosshairs kills on free tar i thought the internet was going to be lit on fire i mean guys we're talking about a, a major character here from the prequel trilogy this guy has been on screen before in you know, live action He's gunned down, little hole in his head. Seems like Overkill. Oh, Last week got this naked dead body. This week got a hole in somebody's head. Or two weeks ago, I guess, was the communal body. Um, I'm gonna have to take intense. a look at
0: this crosshairs picture too, because we now see the <clears throat> effects of his run-in with Bad Batch.
1: Yeah, it wasn't as wasn't as intense as I thought it was. He definitely went a little different. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't take too much time it, to, to look It kind of
0: looks like one side of his head was melted, which one mm-hmm. side of his head was in fact melted,
1: yep. and that's pretty much it. Yeah, so I guess now pivoting pivoting back to your comments about Bad being able to take on regs, being able to take on Stormtroopers, here's my big thing with this episode, which is a, very exciting for me. To, to, to me, this episode is is rewriting a big portion of my understanding of just the whole star wars story writ large which is you know we're always talking about why they pivot from clone troopers to stormtroopers, and obviously they're going into that a little bit here and they sort of you know they kind of pay some lip service to it in the in the first episode about you know how effective are our clones how well do they take orders um versus like you know somebody who's bred to be loyal versus somebody who is is gains that loyalty, I guess, more organically, yada yada yada? When it's so clear, clone troopers are such better soldiers than stormtroopers who can't shoot anything in the original trilogy, so on and so forth. To me, this episode introduces a new wrinkle to that that I had never thought of, which is the, the clone trooper you have here, um, with his cool new, you know, 2016 haircut, Captain Hauser. Um, Hauser, it, it really. Outline something I hadn't thought about, which is that, like, yeah, Order 66 kill all the Jedi, great, and you know, there's at least 65 other orders, so who knows? But as far as we know, you know, they're they're tr- they're brainwashed Order to-
0: 17 coffee, obviously, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all um, right, that's sweet, sweet calf,
1: but Jedi aside, you know, like this guy, Hauser, he probably. His men probably fought and died alongside Champs and Dula's men. They were on the same side. They fought together in the same war. They probably died for each other. And that probably is is something that's writ large across the whole galaxy is, you know, the the places the Empire is now coming in to occupy and tasking these clones to occupy, you know, they're being told to to boss around their peers and these people that they've been to war alongside. And obviously, you know, there's you know ways to write around that, you know, we'll just make new clones. But it it was a really it was a really interesting wrinkle that I hadn't thought about that I thought um D. Bradley Baker once again in his performance, Captain Hauser, did a did a really good job of of illustrating. Cause when I mean, you see that character's reluctance, and you you can you can feel that character kind of being like, all right. right, but I mean this is like this is jam. This is my guy Cham. Like, yeah, his daughter's like kind of whatever, but like his daughter, she's like a kid, and this is Cham, and we're like not enemies, you know. And and that attitude is is potentially problematic for the Empire. Whereas you bring in a bunch of you know young schmucks into the Stormtrooper Corps, you know what do they care? They never met Champs and do in their life.
0: I'm and I'm curious about Rampart. Because you know, the only time we saw any um, imperial that existed during the Republic is Tarkin, in that like two three episode arc on that prison planet.
1: Right, 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 right. right. And I would
0: be really Lance curious. And
1: guy with mustache, Yularen.
0: Oh, Yularen, Lauren, yeah. Um, oh, very, yeah, more you way more so than um, Tarkin for sure. Yeah. So I would, I would be curious to see if at some point we can see you know, how some of these Imperial officers were able to quickly you know, get into the system Um, and if Mm -hmm. there's something a little bit more diabolical or if it's just like they just happened, like if there's a volunteer corps or if like security forces from other planets, you know were able to volunteer, I don't know I that's something that I hadn't really thought about but I think would be cool if they um, explored Um, what do you think that they're building
1: at Ryloth? So, the Dunium, or whatever horrible, dumb element name that they came up with, if memory serves, that's the same MacGuffinium element that was in New Dawn, which was the Hera and and Canaan book, um, the sort of Rebels prequel. Um, mm mm-hmm. Now, I don't remember what they were building with it, but yeah, I'm trying to, (laughs) I'm trying to find Dunium without searching for Dunium, Um, but yeah, my, I, I, I think, oh no, this says it's Thoralide in that book, god, I hate this crap so much, no, man, like, look, I guess it's not Unobtainium, but Come on, guys. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what they are building on Railott's Tie Fighters.
0: This Wikipedia article says, and here let me let me quote. Let me quote. Um, Ryloth's geology was nothing if not diverse, possessing a multitude of mountain ranges, snow plains, lush temperate forests, and deserts. Liar.
1: All yeah right. Good
0: good try. Good. <laughs> nice try. nice try at wikipedia.
1: starwars.com seems a thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if starwars.com that that would have backed my point. Mountain ranges, snow plains, lush temperate forests and yeah. and deserts. Oh my gosh. It's like, "Oh, have we seen any of those?" No. Um yeah, I can't I can't see anything specifically about what the mining is. I think I think um Tie fires is probably a good a, a good bet for sure.
1: I'm not. Yeah, who knows? Dun- Dunium was a heavy metal that was used primarily for Starship construction. Very exciting. Very exciting. Oh, apparently it's in Fallen Order. Bad Batch. Catalyst. It's in a bunch of the Thrawn books. That's what I'm thinking of. again. Because, again, of course it's some freaking book. Because all the books gotta have some sort of crazy element. Oh, this book. You know, it's, it's Star Wars. oh, this book, get out of here, get out of here. I'm sick of it. Just, just freaking use the Infinity Stones already. Good lord, oh, yeah. I I didn't even I don't know. It didn't even occur to me what what they might be making. I mean, it didn't it didn't seem like it was something that was gonna be like super secret. Like I feel like there's probably pretty good potential that we would find out next week but so my um do you have anything else on on the content of this episode before maybe we get into speculation <clears throat>
0: um i mean i already made my deal with the devil so yeah um we can we can spec away well
1: because my you know so speculation next week is like escape from ryloth or from some such thing um, um ryloth
0: R- R- ryloth's revenge more like it Oh boy. um here up let me devil's deal um but yeah go ahead what do do you think's happening i know what's happening it's not gonna be good rescue uh, on ryloth
1: yeah there you go so i mean it based on the content of this episode they you know it seems like they've established a connection between the bad batch and hera that'll probably i assume come back next week and that they will potentially be getting hera off of ryloth right so but so i'm wondering then with their connections mm-hmm. do they end up taking Hera? does Hera end up getting put into contact with the martez sisters is that kind of her origin oh that's how her. she gets introduced to the rebels in the rebellion i don't know though because i don't i don't think she knows rex when they were in rebels together so she know. certainly
0: doesn't. She certainly doesn't.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: out. but it could also be a thing where, you know, maybe she, um, Sid, uh, directs her in some, in some way. I mean, the, you, did you read the Canaan book that like introduced how they, how they both met?
1: You mean the one I was just talking about?
0: Um, yeah, I guess so.
1: <laughs> I listened to the audio book.
0: Oh, okay. Um, that doesn't that just explains the mission that she was on, that doesn't explain right how she started. But you know, there's gonna be multiple seasons of Bad Batch, and Vanessa Marshall has um a you can come back anytime, um, deservedly on on in terms of Disney, so yeah, she um, should. It, 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 you know what, it could be is um, you know, there's that annoying kid that was um, oh, Mort, um, in Rebels.
1: Morton 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 Morton.
0: And then he he appeared a few times to like save them and stuff like that. So we could see Hera in a role like that as, you know, she's dropped off somewhere. I can easily I mean obviously the negative things are going to happen uh that you would imagine since we're seeing characters mm-hmm. that are not in other series. Um but I could see like Cham and her escaping and then Cham being like nah I gotta I gotta I gotta stay here
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know it'll it'll be it'll be interesting and that'll bring us to next next week is episode 12 right
0: mm-hmm. yeah then the three episodes after this one.
1: Oh my god Pete, get it together four there's 16 episodes a season
0: not according to wikipedia so
1: yeah that's just the episode titles they've released
0: Let's see, let's see what starwars.com
1: has to say. Yeah, 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 Doop doop doop. Let's see what starwars.com seems to think.
0: According to starwars.com. Um, cool. All right, well, um if you want to get a hold of us <coughs> and um oh, do we have an email? I think we do have an email. What? Yeah,
1: I think we do. Oh, no.
0: Somebody was like, "I want to be on I guarantee if you email it, I don't know if they did yet.
1: Oh, like somebody you know?
0: Um, no. That would just defeat the whole purpose. Um, Huh. I got locked out of the Poe Boys account.
1: Hold on. I'm logging in.
0: Well, uh, that's interesting.
1: Um, nothing. No, we got it. A, a, a trash email.
0: And that's a good way to end this episode. Trash. Um, yeah. so if you want to shoot us an email, poet's podcast, com, Twitter, Instagram at, um, at podcast. And, um, cool. Yes. Yeah, so, see you. Bye.